Good morning, and welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio this morning, and just delighted to have a good friend of mine, somebody I've known for several years, and Mr. Keith Cartwright, the Sequatchie County Mayor. Good morning, Keith. Good morning, Ben. How are you, sir? I'm good. Um, we, we had you on, I believe, during COVID. That's been two years ago. I believe right. that tried. And, and we talked a lot about what y'all were doing down there in the Valley. And that's one of the reasons I want to have you on is you kind of update me what's going on in the Valley, which is just beautiful. I love going I love going down South 111, going from Cookville and, and going through uh, Sparta and then Spencer and then getting down to Dunlap. And, of course, there's a little tricky four-lane down the hill. You just gotta can't fly. If you don't fly, you're fine. Yeah, it's a dangerous uh, grade for sure. So, uh, But it's so beautiful coming into Dunlap there. And of course, you're born and raised in Dunlap. We talked yep. about that last time you were yep. on here. And and, um, and and you and I share a passion for sports. We do. Uh, we we do. share a passion for uh, – <laughs> you've got some nephews that, that are involved in sports. You involved in sport, good athlete in high school and basketball and went and played college basketball. And we may get into a little bit that later. There's a yeah. story you got that's pretty funny about a Hall of Fame basketball player. But, Absolutely. Um, one of the things we were talking about before we got here is, is this last weekend had some football playoffs. And uh, your former high school football coach, uh, Adam Keynes, now with Upperman, has been there for this – I guess his fifth year. We lost a tough one there at East Hamilton, which you're familiar with because you're not far from there. So, um, <laughs> you know, right. and, and we yeah, things happen. One point loss, you go for two, uh, and, and you don't get it, and you and you could go up two scores, and then the other team comes down, and you so you're up by seven. The other team decides they don't want to tie it up and go to overtime. They go for two and little, run a little quarterback stretch off to the right side and get in, and upperman season's over with. But uh, how did Sequatchie County do this year? Well, we uh, we we made it to the play offs obviously but uh, we lost and uh, you know we'll be back next year stronger better we had uh, a lot of talent on the team this year I'm proud of our guys but uh, we fell short this year and uh, injuries kind of caught up with us and uh, it's a tough schedule you know uh, week in week out for these uh, high school guys now y'all move so y'all were in our region but y'all have moved out of it because of classification. We have. So what region are y'all in? Who do y'all play now? Some of the teams y'all well, play. Well, you're in 3A, right? We're in 4A now. 4A. Yeah. Well, we're, yeah. we're you still in 3A. Yeah, we're still in 3A. So we moved up. Yes. That's why we moved out of region. Yeah. We moved up. Mm-hmm. We're with DeKalb County and yeah. Stone Memorial and right. Macon County and um, uh, well, I've you know uh, Livingston. We're in those. Sure. So y'all, you're down there close, I guess, around the. The Chattanooga area, correct. There? Yeah, correct. Well, good, good programs. Uh, Squatch County. I played them when I was in high school. Played them twice, one and one, <laughs> both in the playoffs. Got beat my first round in sophomore year. In the second, uh, second year, we beat them in the third round. So it was um, good, good talent, and uh, you're a bit involved. Well, you're involved with everything down there. So let's let's talk about you. You just got reelected. Just reelected uh, back in August, and uh, this I'm um, beginning my fourth term. Keith, that don't seem right. No, uh, no. I've known you ever since you come in, introduced uh, to me by Mr. Gary Hayes, a good friend of ours, yep. and it was CTAS, and of course he's retired since, but you and him hit it off, and I know you you called him quite a bit, and and, and uh, he helped you in the county out a lot, but four, so you've completed three terms, you're starting on your fourth, and so what... When you were, I guess, the last couple of years, when people were asking you about what your plans were, what were you, you know, and you decided to run, what what was your reason for trying to run again and, and want to continue as mayor? Well, I think obviously, like a lot of, uh, I, I will use the term politicians, when I uh, decided to run back in 2010, uh, I had lost a daughter a year or two previous to that, and I was just struggling to get off the couch, so to speak, going through some depression, and a good friend of mine, 
uh, at that time City Mayor Dwayne Land, uh, convinced me that the structure um, would be good for me, you know, coming out of some of those, those uh, some of that uh, depression. So uh, the crazy people over there in that county elected me, <laughs> and, uh, you know, they've done it uh, several times now. So, and my intent was uh, basically walked in in 2010 complaining about some of the taxes, the increases, the uh, evaluations, uh, you know, that recertification, that sort of thing that I didn't quite understand. I have a clear understanding of it all now, but, uh, and realize, uh, you know, have a different perspective. But uh, we, uh, we've been there beginning my 12th year and um, looking forward to it. Uh, we we uh, garnered about 65% of the vote this past uh, election, and I was humbled by that. Um, I spent more on this election, which was less than $1,000, than I've spent on the previous three. I, I'm not a politician. I've I've never been elected to anything before uh, holding this station, but uh, you know I've, I've been self-employed all my life. Uh, grew up in um, finance and banking, and uh, in 1988, I went to work for my father right outside of Chicago, and came home some 20 years after that, uh, after um, losing my daughter, and uh, you know, and again, the made Dunlap my home again, and. Um, Anyway, they've uh, I've been here since then. So, and, and of course, I'm glad you are. You're you're not a county I get to work with directly, but you and I talk, and we and you have asked me questions, and I come down and see you some, and I I love Sequatchie County. It's uh it's not really it's an hour I guess from Cookville, so and yeah. it's not that far. Yeah. And uh, but I, I appreciate your passion to serve because I, I actually you know I, I I know you you know I I know your heart I know what your passion is and. Uh, I've spent many time, many days, and many hours with you and Gary talking about county government, and um, you know it, it, we're, we both enjoy it. But there's so much that we can do, and, and that's why you're here. You want to keep doing it, and I appreciate you wanting to continue to serve because, folks, he don't need he don't need this job. He, he's he's been successful in his career. He he don't have to have this. And that's one thing I like about you is you didn't run because it paid. You ran because you wanted to serve. Well, I, I enjoy being involved, certainly, and uh, whether I'd be involved at the county level, the church level, I'm in the Lions Club, have been for years, and uh, enjoy that work. But uh, you know yourself, you can get, uh, you you the most powerful word in the English language sometimes is no, and you have to be able to say that uh, to yourself and others sometimes. So uh, we get stretched thin, and um, uh, in my case, um you know, I sacrifice quality when I do that. I find so you got to keep uh, things simple and um, don't get too much, uh, you know, on you. So yeah, and saying no is a problem for me, as as my friends and my wife and my family will will, will agree. But I, I I try I'm trying to get better at that, not because I don't want to help. It's just because I can only do so much. You know, yeah. you can only stretch yourself so thin, and yeah. you're the same way. <laughs> so you you know you're starting your four term, um, you, your county commission in Sequatchie County. I believe eighteen members. Eighteen, yeah. So how you know how many of those turned over this time? Keith? Well, like like the rest of the region, we had we've got seven new commissioners. We had uh, a big turnover. Um, you know, some some of our uh, commissioners lost. Some of them retired and uh, walked away. But uh, we're uh, we're excited about the seven that we've uh, the seven new guys and ladies that we have acquired. 
you know, through the voting process, and uh, they're going to be excellent. Uh, Heather Duncan with CTAS came down and did a splendid job in training those guys up prior to the September 19th meeting that mm-hmm. we had, and I was really impressed by how far she's gotten in the last couple yeah. of years because, you know, I'm an old Gary Hayes guy, <laughs> yeah. and uh, if I've got a problem, Gary still does consulting work, and I, I typically holler at him, and if I think he's wrong, I call Ben Rogers. So, <laughs> so. He's not wrong a lot. He's been wrong some. But Heather has come along. She's uh, she's fantastic. We're thankful to have her. She loves working with y'all. She, yeah. she loves yeah. coming to Squatch again. That's one of her favorite trips. So you got seven new ones, You and you and you did the right thing. And I, and I actually want to talk a little bit about this, Keith, is commissioner training and orientations and, and, and actually county officials being prepared to serve. And, and so there is a state law that commissioners, new commissioners since 2018 are required to have seven hours of continuing education Correct. every year. And that's, that. like I said, came in 2018. That was something the legislature wanted to put in place that required commissioners to do training. The They did not specify what kind of training they should have, and we may get into that later. Um, but y'all took, took the initiative, and I love this, to have your own orientation in Sequatchie County. Yeah. Have your all your commissioners, especially your new ones, come in and talk about rules and procedures and talk about the budget and this is what we have and this is and, and Heather, I'm sure dressed on how how meetings are run and the chairman and and vice chair and then maybe a parliamentarian. I don't know if y'all have a parliamentarian. It's not required, but somebody that helps keep order. You know, as far as the things processes are going, I think y'all did a. I think it was great because not all counties do an orientation, right? And right. so, what what made you decide to take charge of that and say let's let's do an orientation for those county commissioners? Well, like you, I serve as chairman of the commission as well. It's not something I seek after. It's just uh, you know, it seems like I've got a good rapport with most of our commissioners. I'm. Uh, you know, keep things orderly. I'm not afraid to um, use the authority uh, given to me for, from the county legislative body. Um, you know, we run a good meeting. Most of our meetings do not run over an hour long. We meet bi-monthly. Uh, and if we need to have a special call meeting, we certainly do that. But um, we, um, the new commissioners, and I think every commissioner Anytime task is in the building, you should show up to see what's changed. I know Heather came in. We had seven new commissioners, and we had two from the previous selection that fell under the guise of needed the seven hours. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we had 15 commissioners attend that out of the 18. That's good. I've got a, a commissioner that's been there 40 years, Mr. Paul Powell, 40 years, and he was in on the meeting. So, you know, he— We've got quality people on our commission, and I'm and I'm proud of each and every one of them. So. Yeah, and, and if they see you involved and in, in attending those meetings and wanting to be there, they're going to feel like you're in it too, and want to communicate with you, and they're going to depend on you and look for guidance. and And as chair of the commission, we've talked about this on the show quite a bit. You being county mayor and chair of the commission, you know you can break a tie, and, and I'm sure you don't ever want to. No, never have had. To. Yeah, and you hope you don't have to because that's not a position that you want to be in, but. Um, being chair is it can be good and it can be disadvantaged uh, uh, for some mayors, but you're in that leadership role and you're kind of establishing how things, uh, you know, what's most efficient for the county to run a meeting. Not necessarily what's most efficient for the county of all operations. You're never going to lead them 
astray. But as far as that meeting goes, you're, you're there. So that's great information, Keith. We're, we're going to come back here just a moment after this break and talk to you a little bit more about some of the stuff going on in the county. Always giving love getting updates from Keith of, of the Valley. It's beautiful down there. We'll be back in just a moment here on Local Matters. Ben Rogers with Sequatchie County Mayor Keith Cartwright. Be back in just a moment. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with Sequatchie County Mayor Keith Cartwright. He's been a guest on once before and glad to have him back. It's been a couple of years, I think, since COVID is, is last time you were here and glad to have you back and update us what's going on in the Valley. But, Keith, we're, we left last segment talking about county commissioners and the structure and then, of course, you being chair. But you know, we talked about county commissioner training and, and something I'm working on in my master's program is to actually uh, hopefully get uh, commissioners to where they're they're required to do specified training, not actually additional training to what they're already required to do, but maybe more specific to their their role as a county commissioner in government. Uh, how important is it for elected officials and county commissioners to be aware and informed of what's going on, and not only what's going on in the in the world, in the state, in their county, but have that knowledge to help to, to lead in public service? Yeah, well, it's vital. I think uh, what you learn through uh, through training, especially through CTASC, which I have found to be an invaluable asset for me and and, and our commission. Uh, I've never uh, had a CTAS representative to, and I'm not blowing CTAS up, I'm just telling you as I see it, but I've never had a CTAS person not call me back uh, when I've got a question. Sure. They may say, hey, I'm not clear on this. Let me call you back. They always do that. What a wonderful group, you know, because as I said, when I came into the office, uh, I thought I knew a lot. You know, I owned my own business for 24, 25 years and then step into this role. Well, uh, you don't know everything. You really find out what you don't know, especially in uh, government and on how it correlates with the state and the federal piece. So without the training, you're going to have, in a way, uh, I'm going to call them rogue commissioners and other elected officials, whether it be sheriff, trustee, whomever. You've got guidelines that are proven and successful that you need to know how to navigate through. Without CTASC and or some of the uh, good development districts, which work hand-in-hand with us as well, you're you're lost at sea, you know, a lot of times. And it's a lot of stress if you don't don't have the confidence to be able to get through those uh, journeys well and i appreciate that we we take pride in what we do and we we're awfully um passionate about about what we do and helping people like you and it's a joy to help officials like you because you do want to serve and do the best you can and 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 that's kind of my premises of 
of creating some more training for commissioners. I want to be specific. I want to bring specific budget training to them where we talk about actual the budget committee and how the budget committee works and their role in county government. Then I want to do training about uh, leadership skills for commissioners. And, and you know, leadership's more than just being chairman or being a chair of a committee. As a public servant, uh, I, I feel you're a leader. You're leading your citizens. You're you're, yeah. you're communicating with them and you're guiding them and talking to them when they have issues. And you know, I don't know what, what's the what's the most common phone call you get from a citizen about a concern they have. Is it education, <laughs> roads? What is it? It's probably the roads. Yeah. If I've got to get anything, or the, or during uh, the young kids when they play at the park, the fields aren't in good shape. Uh, you know, but uh, the roads definitely, uh, and I, I'm sure that's common throughout all of the 95 counties but uh roads you know we have little to do with that i know we help our road department out um, of course they're they still get the gas tax but we've helped them uh over the past several years with uh, over a million dollars uh, 1.2 million dollars to be specific because they took a hit on through the covid situation uh, relative to uh, their gas tax so we still got roads decaying, faltering. So the county legislative body has stepped up, and I applaud these guys for doing this. Any monies that we've gotten, we've always shared that with our highway department, and we do that through resolution and uh, always making sure CTASC is on board with that, you know. <laughs> well, so. we always like to look at stuff for y'all to make sure y'all are, are got it worded correctly. But I, th- I think that's good. Roads is infrastructure. You know, your your uh, school buses have to go down them. Your ambulance service has to go use them and go down them. Your sheriff deputies and EMA and all that are accessing those roads to help your citizens with what a need. Yeah. Uh, and so keeping roads maintained is a real important. And, and there are some counties, Keith, believe it or not, that may get that extra money that don't really share it with the roads. So right. the road department's kind of like, well, I've got to take that gas tax I'm getting from the state and manage my budget based on that. So there may not be, there may not be a whole lot of maintaining roads. Well, we're not an 81 county, and uh, you know, but they're separate, you know, from us. But we still include them the same way with our school system. We're we work closely with our schools and our highway department each year, or we or we have for the last 12 years. I don't know about previously, but uh, and uh, we're we're a team. We have to attack it as a team, and uh, you know, we work closely with our city of Dunlap. Uh, I know a lot of times there's a fence or a wall up between those municipalities, county, city, whatever, there's a line drawn. But, you know, in our county, and I'm sure it's the same in yours, every person in the city limits of Dunlap, I am their county executive. Mm -hmm. That's correct. And we've got, out of the nine districts, five of those districts go into the city limits of Dunlap. People forget that sometimes. And it's the same way here with Cookville, and or Baxter with you know uh, with Putnam County, yep. I mean people spend money in uh, each municipal municipal district, and uh, hopefully they'll continue to do that. Well, that's a good way to look at it. Um, you know, cities and counties partnering together, helping each other is always more beneficial. That's one thing we've been great at in the last eight to ten years here in Putnam County is just been partnering together. Um, I, I, you said something we, we were talking about a little about structure too, and one of the most common phone calls I get from county commissioners are committee structures and, and what committees are required. And, and believe it or not, folks, there's not a lot of committees that are statutorily required in, in county government, according to the state uh, TCA. Correct. But 
your budget committee, that's one of the most popular committees every county, most counties have. I think I learned uh, a few weeks ago, there's one county that I, I can't remember, I think it's West Tennessee, that does not have a budget committee. They just <laughs> commission just the mayor and the finance office approves or so, formulates the budget, develops the budget, and they sent the commission and they approve it. There's just not a whole lot of deliberation. I couldn't personally do that. Yeah. Does your budget committee meet every month or every so often? We, how, how often do they meet? We meet uh, bi-monthly, just a uh, couple of hours before the county legislative body meets. So it's uh, our budget committee. We have nine districts, and one representative from each of those nine serve on the budget committee. Okay. And typically, as chairman, what I do is whoever got the most votes has the opportunity to say yay or nay whether they want to serve. I don't care if we've got an MBA from Harvard on it. If he gets less votes, the guy that works down at Joe's filling station is going to get the slot. Yep. You know. And that's that's your all's rules and procedures. That's that's kind of mine. Well, <laughs> yeah, but but there's but that's the way it's been done. Or, Correct. Or there's nothing saying you can't do that. No, is my and, point. and I think and I've, I've had no complaints in that. And now some folks get the most votes and do not want to serve, and they'll yield to uh, you know their co. Counterpart, that's yeah. that's correct, and so. that's fine too. In Putnam County, we just, the the mayor appoints the committee, and the and the commission ratifies that. And um, you know, it's we have twenty four commissioners in twelve districts, where y'all have eighteen commissioners in nine districts. So we just only have nine budget committee members as well. So every district may not be represented. We've talked about changing that. Twelve members on the budget committee, and this is just Ben Rogers' opinion, may be a little much, um, but we, that's always something you can look at. But my point is, the structures of committees such as the budget committee and those committees that are vital to county government, some of them are not statutory required, and there's no, no. rules establishing how they are, so the county decides what they look like. Uh, and they, they spend a lot of time meeting. So that's some – I could talk committee – I'm a yeah. nerd. I could talk yeah. committee structure all day long about county government because it just varies across the state about which committees are required, which committees are not required. But um, that's just something I wanted to bounce off you, Keith. Well, this this is flying by. we got one more break to take, and we got some more information coming back with Sequatchie County Mayor Keith Cartwright. We're going to talk about uh, the, some projects they have going on uh, and, and what kind of Christmas celebrations we got coming up in Dunlap. So we'll be back in just a <laughs> moment after this break welcome back to local matters ben rogers with county uh, the county mayor i want to say county executive it, it is be, it is county it's that's county what i thought executive. i've been yeah. saying county Not mayor. i'm sorry same thing it's county executive sequatchie spelled county. a little I'm, bit different it's spelled just a little bit different and i knew that i don't know why i said county mayor sequatchie county executive keith cartwright yeah. uh great information so far keith i love talking county government with you you're just brilliant man that's that's just knows what's going on so um <laughs> i've got friends that's listening to this that's laughing right now after you said that so. <laughs> well i've met some of them especially tom we'll, we'll straight tom yeah, out when I yeah see tom him I, I tried to bring him with me this morning but tom's uh, a good commissioner I'm, uh, let me talk about tom venero sure. he's a uh he and his wife, Renee, uh, moved to Tennessee some 10 years ago or so. Tom's uh, retired into, in his 40s. He retired from being an attorney in Chicago, just had enough of the rat race, looked for uh, some sensibility in life and moved to scale down. But he has gotten, as we say, my grandmother used to say, he's busier than a cow tail during fly season. <laughs> he has gotten into everything, but I depend on Tom. Tom shows up at my office every single morning at about 7.30. We go over the events of the day, what's coming. Unequivocally, he has the time and the compassion to be my my best ally and, mm-hmm. and, and, and my accountable chairman pro tem. Right. So 
He does a great job. And it's important to have somebody like that, Keith, um, not only just for support, but reassurance. You know? Absolutely. And, and, so, and, and Tom is, and I know Tom, played several rounds of golf with him, love playing golf with y'all down there in the Valley. Um, and I know Tom very uh, well enough to know he'll tell you what he thinks. Yeah. He'll tell you if he thinks you're looking at things the wrong way or maybe you haven't looked at them the right way. And it's good to have that person, yeah. especially at, at the commission level, county level, where you can feed off of and talk to about things. So I think that's that's good. Tom's a good guy. and um, hate that he wasn't here this time, but maybe he'll come back next time. Yeah. We've got a lot of talent on the – I was talking to Sam Wills yesterday with the ECD, with the state, and he had been working with a, a former chairman of the commission, Tommy Johnson, who runs a – uh, spearheads a company over in Chattanooga, but uh, Tommy does a fantastic job for our county legislative body. A lot of uh, experience and knowledge that I, I depend on. Uh, again, Mr. Powell been there forty years. We have a vast wealth uh, just right there at my my fingertips. So it makes my job much easier. Yeah, you know. So uh, you know, people say, "Well, your county's doing so good, Keith. Since you got in, listen, they've had." What I've kind of done is got in there and quarterbacked and put all them together and let's focus on certain things we want to do like growth and what we're going to do. You know, we're one eleven brought bringing a lot of people to, through sure. uh, Sequatchie County, mm-hmm. and we need to really control, in my view, the growth and what kind of growth we're looking for. Right. Uh, we're you know, and we're we're talking capital projects here, and we've been. We've had on our radar radar an 80-acre track right off 111 and 127, and we have now got that under contract. It's about a three to four million dollar acquisition piece. We we certainly uh, uh, can you know may have to borrow a little money, but not much. But um, we're looking at that. We want to control that. We look at that as the gateway to our valley, Tennessee's Great Valley. We've kind of started calling it that and love that. Our chamber director, Janice Kaiser, does a fantastic job in promoting our valley and our city of Dunlap and uh, all the outside outlying communities. So we're excited about where we're going. Um, We're working with the Tennessee Loan Pool. Uh, We we stick in-house. We we do the Tennessee state pool insurance. You know, it's just I don't want to get too far away from, uh, you know, sure. Mother Tennessee, so to speak. Right. So, um, and we've been successful in doing that those things. So, uh, again, Beth Jones uh, with the Southeast Tennessee Development District has just retired. I think we talked about that off air a while ago, but uh, we're going to miss her, but she's still on as a consultant. Uh, a vast uh, wealth of knowledge with that lady, but uh, Chuck Hammond has taken uh, that slot over and that station in his life, and is going to do a fantastic job. So we're blessed with the good leaders that lead commissions and county mayors, sure. candidly. So Yeah, and I think uh, those agencies across the state are, are there to support. And we talked earlier about the uh, county mayor's meeting we had up in Cumberland County. Sure. Uh, a week back and really enjoyed that. I'd met some mayors I'd only heard of. And um, anyway, but, you know, we need to focus. Tennessee does a fantastic job. Thank God I live in Tennessee, you know, not on the left coast specifically. But uh, we uh, uh, we had, you know, we're a balanced budget state. Uh, It's, you know, you have to, each county has to uh, turn in a balanced budget, has to be approved. Uh, You know, thank goodness. We don't have the problems that a uh, California or 
uh, Illinois might typically have right. or New York. Even. Right. So, so anyway, we're, we're thankful for that we live here in this wonderful place. Yeah. Uh, so, and you live in a beautiful place. The um, Association of County Mayors has new leadership with the former Sumner County Mayor Anthony Holt, and, and he decided mm-hmm. to um, have regions, county mayor regions, and have regional meetings. And, and like you said, last week was a meeting there in Crossville for not only upper coming mayors, but the southeast area, which included yeah. you all the way down to, I believe, Marion, and, and, yeah. and of course, those folks over there, and uh, had a good turnout, right? Yeah, great turnout. You know, Anthony. <clears throat> He did a great job at Sumner County, but you know the old adage, "A new broom sweeps clean," so to speak. He has really energized the County Mayors Association, and uh, we were at uh, Gatlinburg here a month or so back, and uh, you know had a nice meeting. Had uh, TVA come in and kind of share with us, and and let's all realize, you know, a lot of people are moving here, especially companies to Tennessee because of the low energy cost with through TVA. That's Let's let's just say it. They're, they're at the head of the stream. Everything trickles down from those low energy costs, whether it be German companies or Japanese companies, whomever. They're here because of the energy cost and the labor force, and uh, you know affordable living in in our our neck of the woods. So, uh, you know, I I spoke to a guy that had moved out of Connecticut down to uh, Sequatchie County just a couple of months ago. His land taxes per year were $17,000 on his domicile, his house in a half acre. Wow. Now, he sold out for a couple of million dollars, don't get me wrong, but $17,000 a year. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, we're looking, you know, Putnam County, we, we pay average $1,000, $1,200, yeah. somewhere in that area. Same here. Per year. And that's 17000 not $100,000 in Northeast Correct. New England. That's nuts. Uh, you, you mentioned TVA. Keith, just explain briefly what role tva plays in county government well you know <laughs> where would anybody start really I yeah mean, that's a good yeah i, you I know, gave you a difficult question well, there I'm just, I'm just trying to pick up on uh, when you need something it, we needed light poles for our, our ball field this is a small thing we made a phone call or two and tva gave them to us now go down and try to buy those things those stainless poles right. tv said i think we've got some here they 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 work great with, I know, our county, and I'm sure they do other counties as well. You know, a lot of our workforce in Sequatchie County that feeds their family, spends money at, at our mom and pops, uh, you know, TVA is their source of income. You know, so we're grateful there in the region, in the area, and I'm sure going all the way back to the uh, 30s and 40s, you know, people uh, – you know, mixed feelings back then, I'm sure. But listen, where would we be without them? Because they have, what, Dayton uh, and Chattanooga uh, in your proximity. Yes. That people can go and have maybe have the work there or whatever. But yeah, even down into Alabama, yeah, you know. That's true. And, uh, you know, yeah. so. Yeah, because you're really not that far from no, Alabama. No, no. Um, 30 minutes from, you know. So uh, we, with the short time we got left, you got anything coming up? Like, like you got any Christmas parades coming yeah, up? Yeah, we, we do an annual Christmas parade there in the uh, city of Dunlap. Uh, mayor Hooth is the, our new mayor down there doing a fantastic job. And uh, we'll have both sides of the street. Uh, I don't know how legal this is, but it's a U.S. highway. We just block both ends of it off. I don't know how people get around, but, uh, you know, we, we, uh, uh, we've done this for, since the forties, I think. So I'd say there's not going to be anybody. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, well, but, I'll say this, 
Uh, I've watched some Hallmark movies because my mother is uh, has it on year round, and my wife will, during the season will like to watch some Hallmark movies. And Dunlap could be a Hallmark town. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just that beautiful and that um, the nostalgia I should say of, yeah. of going to the square and all the little shops around it. Y'all have really done a good job. You and the and the former city mayor and all the councils and the commissions and just the, your state agency partners with ECD and, and development district and TVA and just put investing money and time into that. It's it's a tour, to me it's a tourist attraction. Somebody wants to. I'm sure there's Airbnbs in downtown Dunlap, right? We're trying to keep up with them. Thank God the state's helping us now with those Airbnbs. Yeah, and it's just a tourist. That's probably one of your uh, tourist attractions is it downtown is. Uh, Dunlap and just the the valley. It certainly is. Um, y'all have done a good. Job with that, Keith. Uh, anything else going forward the, the next next few months that you can think of that uh, y'all working on? You got the the thing off the bypass there. You got a budget coming up in the spring. We do. We we're uh, we're going to approve our budget schedule. You know, we have to do that now, and we're going to do that this uh, this meeting. And uh, we've got a meeting coming up next Monday night. We're excited about. We've got an old zipper factory that we've decided to RFP. We've done that. We'll open those RFPs at the budget committee meeting. Uh, the, the, the old zipper factory was built in 1948. It uh, had three shifts, worked about 1,500 people. Oh, wow. that came from six different counties, surrounding counties, and that goes back to the early 50s, late 40s, early 50s. It's been a shirt factory, a zipper factory, uh, owned out of New York, uh, you know, but um, the county, of course, you know, put up the bonds back then, built the thing out, and we've kept it up ever since. It's uh, but we're needs a roof, you know, and a couple of million dollars probably needs to be spent on it. But we've decided to open it up. We've got some uh, private capital uh, that's um, bought and invested in in our community, and uh, they've asked about it. So we've we're opening up and not saying we'll award anything, but we want to hear what they've got to say on paper. So. Always good to ask, right? Absolutely. Keith, thanks for being here. You're a great great county executive, a great person. Enjoy <laughs> being around you. We'll play some golf when it gets warmer and uh uh go Indians, right? Hey, I'm telling you, tell your family hello for me. So. I will. I will. Everybody Keith Cartwright's the Quatch County Executive. This has been Ben Rogers for Local Matters. Remember folks, go out and smile at somebody this weekend. It's a lot easier to smile. It is a frown. Make somebody's day. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next time.